0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Time once again for the Bama online podcast. And once again, it's a breaking news edition of the Bama online podcast. Travis Ryer, senior analyst for BOL alongside site publisher, Tim Watts and Tim. Since we last spoke here on the podcast, Alabama on an impressive run of offensive commitments. The last three pickups for Nick Saban and his staff coming on that side of the ball. And certainly when
2: you talk about big ones,
1: hard to find one bigger than the one Alabama picked up on Tuesday afternoon.
2: Yeah, Malik Benson, the junior college uh, wide receiver, All-American. You know, the guy really, when you look at the season last year, if you watch the first half, it's a little bit boring. Um, you can see, you know, he's got good size, he's got good speed, he's got good hands, and that's a really good conference. But in the second half, he really took over. He had a phenomenal second half of the season. If you look at his second half, you can really see his skill set on display. He ran a lot of different routes. Obviously, he's a speed guy, short, deep, across the field. He could do it all. So tremendous pickup. I mean, guy had a lot of offers, uh, you know, and, t- and took five, squeezed in five official visits here in June. I think he had one in May, but you're talking about. Georgia, Oregon. We're amongst those those schools. Chasing them. LSU Tennessee also got official visits. So big hit for Alabama.
1: Six foot one, one hundred and eighty-five pounds, and I think you said it. Explosiveness. Forty-three catches last season as a freshman at Hutchinson Community College there in the Jayhawk conference. Forty-three catches, twelve hundred twenty-nine yards, and eleven touchdowns. I'm not great at math. That's well documented at BOL and elsewhere. But uh, that comes out to about 30 yards per catch. And they, we talked about it on a previous podcast. Really good competition in that league when you talk about junior college football. So the nation's top overall prospect from the junior college ranks, Malik Benson, commits to Alabama, space creator with that speed too, Tim. You know, Between what he creates between himself and defenders and just the threat of his speed that results in cushions that help him take out chunks of 15 to 20 yards or more on end breaking routes. And then you watch his tape. He sets up these DBs at the JC level because they have to respect the speed so much uh, after the catch that he gets some biting on the dig route. Then he double moves them vertically and gets over the top. So just in a tremendous addition. And again, the common denominator in all this, when we talk about
2: the wide receiver position,
1: Speed, speed, and more speed.
2: Yeah, when you look at the success Alabama's had the last few years, Jamison Williams and Smitty, you saw those guys. You have to play them honest, you know, and even playing them honest and and respecting the guys with speed like that, you saw how many times, you know, guys like that get open, find a seam, that can score. So when you look at this guy, tremendous job, Holman Wiggins, Freddie Roach, Certainly helped here, found the guy, recruited him. But Holman Wiggins did a lot of the work being the wide receiver coach. And, you know, as we say, it's always a, a group effort at Alabama. But it's a good pickup, especially when you look at what they got earlier in the week with Cole Adams. And, um, you know, a guy we're going to talk about here in a minute, a slot guy, speedy the slot guy. Both of these guys are fast and quick and look like they're going to be able to run really good routes.
1: Guys that can help you also in the run game. Because if you want to sink a safety down into the box – and leave guys like Benson and like Tyler Harrell that joined Alabama from Louisville, you're going to pay a price for that over the top. And uh, even Jermaine Burton, to an extent, can help you in that regard. Alabama with some other guys on this roster now. So not just for the upcoming season, but when you're projecting to 2023 and beyond, uh, explosiveness at the wide receiver position in the form of Malik Benson. You mentioned it with Cole Adams uh, late last week, a four-star wide receiver prospect from Owasso, Oklahoma. Four-star according to the 24-7 Sports Composite. Alabama wins that one, Tim, over home state, Oklahoma, and Arkansas, among others. Another guy with track verified speed, sub 10-7 in the 100 meters. Versatile guy when you watch him on tape, it looks like, Tim. And can also return kicks and uh, kickoffs and punts pretty well.
2: Yeah, Cole's a guy, if you watch his film, he's a lot of fun to watch. He's going to be a really crisp route runner, can do a lot of things short, those two steps, and he's open. He's going to look at work a lot of things. You know, it's going to be really quick when you're covering him. If you press on him, he's not going to need much space to get open. And he's a guy, again, home run speed, he can run. Again, as you said, he's 10.65 in the 100 meter. And, uh, you know, Benson, he's even faster than that. He's probably in the 10.5 flat range. So yeah. guys that can really motor – um, can do damage shorter, can do damage uh long. But again, that was Hallman Wiggins, did a good job, went out there. Oklahoma had felt confident, but you know, the whole time there was a quiet confidence about Cole from that, you know, from people around Alabama. So really good job right there, getting two receivers, two different type receivers with the one trait they have in common are speed.
1: Yeah, Cole on the smaller side at 5, 10, 180 but again, you watch the tape. Does a lot of different things well. Can get open, obviously, when you look at his stats. 55 catches for 913 yards a season ago. Also had a punt return for a touchdown. Three kickoff returns for scores a season ago. Also carried 18 times for 180 yards. And even showed some versatility to throw it pretty well. A couple of double passes on his tape. And the left-handed Cole Adams uh, doing some good things through the air as a a passer, a willing blocker on the perimeter. So really another guy who checks all the boxes in what you typically see from an Alabama receiver. And Tim, I guess at that position specifically, maybe not anticipated to take four or five, six guys this time around at wide receiver, given the last couple of classes.
2: Yeah, I think they're going to be a little bit more, you know, pickier. And with these guys, you are getting, uh, again, two different skill sets, both of them extremely fast. Benson's going to be an experienced guy that's going to come in. He's already got college experience. And, again, you know, people – you know we don't talk about junior college as much as we used to with the transfer portal and everything but that those guys out in Kansas you know they play good football those are some really good football players some deep rosters some good junior college coaches so to me you know he's a he's a big pickup from an instant impact guy cole adams brings that guy you know a lot of people compare him to Hunter Renfro it's not a terrible comparison um Hunter's one of the most elite route runners I've ever seen. I mean, he does it in the – he leaves guys, you know, sitting on their butt in the NFL still. So I'm not saying Cole's going to be that great of a route runner, but he shows trace that he's going to be a good route runner. He's actually faster and a little bit thicker than Hunter was at the same stage. So two big pickups. uh, You know, I think they can be selective. But also, you know, you're waiting on some of those guys to step up in those last two classes. I mean, obviously, the signing class will have its chance, you know, this year. But the previous year, JoJo Earl, Jacory, and all those guys, um, you know, some of those guys need to step up or they're going to get left behind.
1: Yeah, we've already seen some movement via the transfer portal with Ajay Hall, Xavier
2: Williams. Some of these
1: guys have decided to move on elsewhere. So it will be interesting to see, as you said, those previous classes and how they continue to step forward. I see some Marquise Mays a little bit in Cole Adams between his versatility and what he can do maybe in the return game. Just a really, really good player uh, in Cole Adams. And of course, Tim, you know, if you're going to throw it to these guys, you got to be able to protect. And I don't know if I see Raquez is is a elite pass protector, but I know I see a guy that can flat out get it done in the run game. Uh, pass protection is always a little bit of an unknown when you talk about high school prospects. Uh, but this is a guy, another big pickup for Alabama here in the last six or seven days. And especially big when you're able to pull him back from a program like Georgia.
2: Yeah. You know, that, that, that's kind of funny. You know, he committed early to Georgia, you know, a lot of the Alabama fans are upset. He comes back to Alabama and they're like, Hey, okay. You What's know, <laughs> that big deal after all? It just it tells you how recruiting fans are. But you know, to me, this is a guy early on. I mean, you know, Georgia coming off the national championship prioritized him, took his commitment. Um, he always had those Bama ties, um, Close with Alabama players on the Alabama program. Grew up rooting for Alabama and all that, so you knew it was going to be tough. I think Georgia knew it was going to be tough, and I you know, tried to hold on to him. But there's, you know, there's only so much you can do when you're fighting that out of state battle. Um, but you know, speaks volumes. Alabama, and Georgia, two national championship teams in the national championship fighting over this guy, and he's a mauler. He is a he is a big monster, three hundred thirty pounds, I would guess, six ish. Um, And he's just slinging kids around. You know, he is going to get after you. He's probably going to play on the interior and, you know, just be that bulldog that you're looking for.
1: Yeah, you watch this guy, and the attributes and measurables match up in the way of power. It's 6'3", as you said, in that 330 neighborhood. He can really get movement in the run game. And he also displays some short space explosiveness and even some bend from the tackle position at the high school level. I think you hit on it. Uh, I would expect or think that he's more of an interior prospect at the next level. But, you know, if you're Georgia and you were thinking about McIlderry, I would think that you were thinking maybe you got another Jamari Saylor, who was a really, really good player at the college level. Most recently, a left tackle for Georgia, who when you looked at Saylor, you thought, well, he's a guard. But, Needed him at left tackle, did a good job for the Dogs and their national championship run last season. McIlderry, a very nice pickup for Alabama where the 2023 cycle is concerned. So there it is, Tim, a run on the offensive side of the ball, also a continued run at the junior college level. Justin Jefferson, the linebacker from Pearl River Community College, here in the last couple of weeks, committing to Alabama. As well, what's in that uh, eight ball, that magic eight ball of yours when it comes to what might be next for Alabama on the recruiting trail?
2: Have you have seen this class shape up pretty well. They've got 11 commitments technically. Um, I don't know how much you consider, you know, Elliot Washington, the safety from uh, Venice, Florida committed. He's been very quiet. He's taken business. I haven't even heard his name in months. So really, you know, that's probably a big question mark besides, besides Elliot's name. But when you look at it, they got ten guys committed, five on offense, five on defense. Slowly seeing that trickle out is what we're seeing from the camps. We talk about it all the time. They go to camp. They prioritize guys, who they want to take, the board shifts. That's why a lot of the premature talk, I know the term the board sounds sexy, but there's really not a whole lot of the board until they see the camp. So you've seen a lot of that guys come through and a lot of guys – uh you know, you know, making their decisions and getting on board, class close to halfway full. Tell you the one I'm really most interested in is Dylan Loggerman Lager, Longergan, the uh quarterback out of Georgia, Alabama's very much in the mix. He took a visit to uh to Stanford recently, two-way player. He had a Zoom call with uh Bo the Alabama baseball coach. So this is a guy that's committed here in the next week. Pushed his, you know, his commitment back, you know, went a little more time to make that decision. I know Alabama's really in it. And this is a heck of a football player. I mean, whoever gets him is getting a good football player. Part of me says no way anybody follows another big time quarter with you know, quarterback with Eli. But I've been assured by multiple people that competition isn't gonna play a part in this decision. That's one thing Dylan's not worried about. So, um, still a little ways to go, figure out where he's trying to go, but I think Alabama's very much in the much in the mix for him.
1: Yeah, it sounds like baseball, uh, as you've talked about. Uh, a part of that equation as well. And you think about the programs or the the schools involved, Stanford, obviously from a baseball perspective, very well documented the success of the Cardinal. On the diamond, we've seen South Carolina win a couple of national championships back-to-back, as a matter of fact, here in the last 12 or 15 years, a little bit of a down cycle for the Gamecocks in baseball of late, but Alabama under Brad Bohannon trying to, get back into NCA regional play for the second time in third year coming up in 2023 so things to consider with dylan loner getting the quarterback from the state of georgia and a lot of other great stuff a lot of other great scoop those nuggets tim watts hank south they got those recruiting nuggets for us there on the round table the premium message board of choice for alabama fans around the globe you're going to find all of that at BamaOnline.com. tim anything else before we get out of here
2: I'll just con- uh, continue to enjoy the summer heat, you know, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, waiting on the uh, Alabama staff to cool off a little bit. I know they've been on a break and uh, seeing this run and then, you know, football's around the corner. I mean, we worked our way into July. Football's here in August. Recruiting will slow down more than likely. I repeat for the fans who are going to be really pissed in September. It's very likely <laughs> recruiting slows down a little bit while they focus on the season with a big finale in November mm-hmm. and December. So, it's an exciting time of the year. I love it.
1: No doubt. You got SEC Media Days right there on the immediate horizon. You said it. We're going to get into fall camp in early August. And before you know it, it'll be Alabama Utah State on September the 3rd at Bryant Denny Stadium. As always, Tim, appreciate you taking the time here with some big news for Alabama fans in the form of Malik Benson, the junior college standout from Hutchinson Community College, committing to the Alabama Crimson Tide at that wide receiver position. Tim, look forward to talking again real soon. All
2: right, see you next week.
1: For Tim Watts, Travis Ryer, thanking you for joining us here on the Bama Online Podcast. If you haven't already, how about a subscription to the Bama Online Podcast? Easy as a click or two. And if you would leave us a rating and a review while you're there, That would be extremely appreciated as well. And, of course, if you've already subscribed to the podcast, we thank you very much for that as well. For Tim, Travis, until next time, so long, everybody.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.